I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcast, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro-AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit GatorFrameworks.com. Product provided in exchange for promotional consideration. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. This is Kat from Dining at Disney, and I'm here with Kristen. Kristen, uh, tell us about some cruise line travel deals. Right now on the Disney Cruise Line, you can save up to 35% off on select sailings. You can get sailings out of Miami, New York, Galveston, Port Canaveral, Vancouver, San Juan, and a few others. So if you're looking to take a Disney cruise right now... Let me know because you can save up to 35%. Kristen, how can people get a hold of you to book these incredible travel deals? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I am Kristen, and joining me, of course, is Bubba, Kat. 
We have producer Al John. And today we have very special guests who are from traveling around Disney. And they recently went on the Disney Dream Cruise. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you know when we share new content. For those of you new to the show, we do two a week. So you want to make sure you check those out. Okay, so before we talk to Todd and Michelle, let's get into a little bit of quick Disney food news. You got that, Kat? I do. Oh my gosh, and I choked to death. Victoria and Albert, which has been closed for some ridiculous amount of days at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa in Orlando, will be returning, reopening on July 28th with reservations available starting June 20th. Uh, which, if I'm not wrong, is today, which is great. Awesome. Love it. Get on those Victoria and Albert reservations if you're interested. Victoria and Albert's, uh, they are a three triple A five diamond award winners since 2000 and Forbes Travel Guide five star award since 2018. They are the only restaurant in Florida to hold that honor of having both of those awards. They are one of only 26 others in the nation. This is a high ticket High ticket reservation with some fine dining. Um, really excited to see this opening because it means that we're one step closer to getting some Takumi Tay reservations on the board. <laughs> Honestly, for selfish, selfish reasons. But uh, Victoria and Albert's chef's table, regular reservations, dress code over at the Grand Floridian. It's a great experience. Uh, I haven't done it, but I've heard really wonderful things. Al John and Kristen, you guys have done it, haven't you? Yes, we have. And it, it was fantastic. Food was excellent. Yeah. Service phenomenal. The drink pairing couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, So I highly suggest it if you have uh, the expendable income to do so. It's definitely, (laughs) even if it's, even it's something you can only do once in your life. If you can do it, do it. We did it using the Disney rewards dollars from our Disney visa. So that saved us a lot of money that way out of pocket. Yeah, that really came in handy. We're like, we're going to (laughs) cash in our points. Yay. We have anniversary dinner there. So good. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, July 28th, just around the corner. Not much longer. So make sure you guys get your reservations as soon as you can. Okay, on to the big show topic. We have special guests today, Todd and Michelle Strobel from Traveling Around Disney. And you guys just got back from the last four nights sailing on the Disney Dream, which went out of Port Canaveral. So let's talk about your overall experience to start. Okay, we can do that. Um, Well, first, we should tell you that was our first ever cruise, as well as our first Disney Dream. Oh, wow. So that made it even better. Well, before we even do that, I'd like to get to I'd like to actually get to know you because you've been posting at the Dining at Disney um, Facebook group and you have your YouTube channel and all your reviews and stuff. Want to tell everybody about, you know, where to find you and, and all your reviews first. Yep, we are definitely traveling around Disney. Um, I am actually a current cast member for Disney. I work at the Contemporary, and we uh, Michelle got me to start this YouTube channel when I got released from the company, but then was hired back. And we had started the channel, and her thing was once we hit a thousand, she would come on camera. 
So we hit a thousand. I didn't dream in a million years that we would hit that. Yeah, so she I never thought, thought it was we would. Just, you know, keeping him going. Exactly. <laughs> so um, she kept me going. We hit a thousand, and we got our hours and all that good stuff in. So we are traveling around Disney on YouTube, mm-hmm. on Instagram, and on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and Twitter. But we really do appreciate you guys for letting us share our travels with our travelers and with your um, folks on your pages. So we really we do appreciate that. A really great community. We call them our traveler family. Yeah. <laughs> family. Yeah, they're, um, they're not subscribers, they're travelers. Yeah. And, and we, we invite them. We have dinners and lunches. When oh, they come nice. And we try to make ourselves available. So we want to hear their stories and their Disney, exactly. um, you know, magic moments. We've been longtime Disney fans. Um, I think almost every major holiday or celebration has been done yes. somewhere on Disney property. Yes. So. And likely we have done Victoria and Alberts and we've done it twice. We've had the and it is nice. Awesome. I don't know about the new increases, but hey, we can talk about that at a later date. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So we decided um, to share our travels with everybody. And this was our first cruise. So we went on the dream. And as a cast member, I get, you know. Full disclaimer, I went back when I was like a senior in high school. That was like, you know, eons ago. So I don't really even remember, but. We were excited to go. I was a little nervous about, you know, the things that everybody's nervous about, seasickness and et cetera, but no problems. It was just, we're, we're was, just so excited. We just can't wait to go again, yeah. which we and actually Kristen, are going soon. And, and Kristen had contacted us before because we were supposed to go before this date, but someone came down with a little, <laughs> you know, a little cold and he had to <laughs> had cancel a little the extra cruise. Disney magic there. Yeah, that so. <laughs> That's the one I've been on is the Disney magic. Yeah. <laughs> which we want to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so Disney was very quick. They turned us right back around onto a, on, onto a dream just at a later time. So because of the protocols and everything, we were able to get on a later ship three weeks later. So it was perfect. They wow. worked wonders with us. That's great. Cool. So it's always important when you're traveling. Right. Yeah. I think overall, we both, we've been talking about the cruise since we got off the ship. And I think we both kind of agreed day one and two for us was really shaky. Honestly, we weren't sure if we were cruise people. We weren't sure if this was kind of right for us. I think we had to change our gears a little bit from being an on-site Disney property vacation, which is just 100% go, go, go to the cruise life, which it was much more relaxed and laid back and restful. And, but I think you probably agree day three hit and we were just hooked. Like now it's just castaway key. Castaway key did it. It was, it's hard. And a lot of people don't understand. It's hard to disconnect from this little bad boy and the (laughs) Disney magic. I mean, the Disney dream did not have the best of Wi-Fi. We had several friends of ours on the cruise that um, actually got a refund on the Wi-Fi because it wasn't as effective. So when you, I was going to say, I was going to say for the for the because this is an audio podcast, the little bad boy he's referring to is his cell phone, <laughs> his smartphone. <laughs> and I'm uh, sorry about that. I forget about that. Oh, we do it all the time. Oh, uh, that's it. why. It, it was it was because she asked me at the end of day two. She's like, "Oh, would you do this cruise again?" I said, "If somebody would come and get me off this cruise, I'd be really happy." Yeah, because I was really we were, not we were struggling loving life like at that time. Yeah. Oh. I think that's the best part. Around. I think it's the best part of cruising is the fact that you don't have to have your phone on. Exactly. And great. we learned that. We learned that. We, we had to learn that, that the hard way, I think. On but day three, yes. it was perfect. It was, it was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Castaway Key, they reeled yes. us in. 
They yeah. hooked us and they reeled <laughs> us in. It yeah, and if, the one thing is if you're used to going to the Disney parks, it is very go, go, go. And so if you haven't done a cruise before, it, it does, it takes some time to like change oh. that mindset of, oh, I don't have to be right. going all the time. I'm allowed to sit back and relax. Exactly. It's okay to do nothing. And we had to get into that, you know, mindset. And in in the parks, you're always on your phone. Always. You know, that's what is park driven is your phone. And then you get on the ship and it's like, oh, I really don't need this anymore. They have their ship app. So it made it really easy to navigate and see the activities and join in. But talking about the food. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We. And we, we made the dreaded error from day one because we ate a bunch at the very first lunch. And I think we were full the entire trip. Like we <laughs> ate and ate. It's a foodie's paradise. Oh, <laughs> yes. Paradise. yes. Okay, wow. so it's rotational dining for those that have not done uh, a Disney cruise before. So your first night, where did you dine? Well, the first thing we did is we were so nervous when we got on the ship. They said, oh, there's a sit down lunch. We never knew. We had never heard about that. So we did the sit down lunch and then started to explore and got up to Cabana's um, Royal Palace. Royal Palace was the first like seated lunch. And a lot of people said they do Cabana's first, which I guess is their buffet now I learned. But we didn't. We want to do the seated just to kind of take a breath and relax and calm down a little bit once we got on the ship. Right. So we left there and then we were exploring the ship a little bit, walked by Cabana's buffet, had to sit again. We grabbed another plate and sat down and ate like, <laughs> the you know, crab calls and the all you can eat pill and eat shrimp. I mean, how could you pass it up? So oh, yeah. we sat there. We, we ate more oh, food wow. before we even left the, the port. So <laughs> And then that night we had animators palette, which we learned about the rotational dining and about how your servers would follow you around to every night. And we had four nights of dining. So that was perfect. Um, Our serving team, um, Raj and Kadeem, they were fantastic. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Knocked it out of the park every night. So I would ask for them again, if we resail, if that's possible. Wow. They they were your servers the entire trip. Yes. The same wow. servers, they follow you around. And by the by night two, which we'll get into, you didn't ask for a drink. Kadeem knew exactly what we were drinking and he set it down as we sat down. Mm-hmm. So it was, when they, they say their service on the Disney Dream or the yeah, Disney Cruises, true. they are 100% correct. Oh, wow. They get to know what you order and what you like and they'll actually suggest dishes that they think that you will like. So they were right on the whole trip, I think. Yeah. They were wonderful. Wow. Yeah, it's it's That's nice awesome. when they get to know you because exactly. they they already know what your routine is at, at dinner and you know mm-hmm. what you drink at the beginning of your meal or what you drink for with your dessert course and and that kind of stuff and yeah. And it's funny it you makes it nice. And um Victoria and Alberts because if anybody's been to Victoria and Alberts they used to have a Grand Marnier souffle there for din- for lunch, for the dessert course and they had it on the wonder. I mean the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dream. The they dream. served it at um, Royal Palace. They served it at Royal Palace on the dream, and they set it down in front of me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the exact same one." I thought he was going to cry. I was. I about <laughs> cried, and I love desserts. I am a foodie through and through. So, Kadeem, 
Kadeem, I mean, Raj. Raj took that to heart. Our main server took that to heart. And I can go ahead and say it. I had that dessert every night of the cruise. He made sure I had it every night, except pirate night. The only night. Even, that, even though we rotated. And the last night he brought. He brought me two. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, it's There's one for the road. Yeah, I actually need to take it back to the room. I'll let you say that, Bubba. I'll take it back to the room. Oh, the room. <laughs> nice. Man, I would love to see the look on my server's face when I walk in the ship. Walk on that ship. Like, oh, man, he's going to keep me busy this trip. That's, that's pretty much. <laughs> but that's awesome. That is awesome. They do that for you, man. They do. I was worried about that, about ordering multiple you know, entrees and appetizers. I know everybody told us before we went that it's a thing. Everybody does. And don't worry about it. The first, I think the lunch, we were a little hesitant until the table next to us, we kind of mimicked what they were doing. And man, we just, I think tried everything on the lunch dish. And when we left there, we were just yeah. so full. It was insane. Yeah. We had to do maybe like the wine where you just sit and, you know, but we ate the whole thing. It was terrible. Yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> we were so full. So what would you like to know about dinner? Okay, so artist point. What what did you order for your what, what yeah, what's what stood out there that you guys got to try? I believe it was the escargot. And the animator's palette? Wow. That animator's that, palette. Right? Wasn't that it? Yeah, that yeah. was that. Yeah, by the Rock way, house. we'll never remember anything we <laughs> ate anywhere. But I think um, um animator's palette was our lunch and we had uh, prime rib. They had a prime rib. Mm-hmm. They had horseradish and we had asked them for sour cream because we mix our horseradish with sour cream. And they just thought that was the weirdest thing. I was like, you guys should try this. This is really good. It it was straight horseradish. Yeah, it was straight horseradish. They just, oh, wow. Yeah. And I said, y'all got some sour cream. (laughs) They had never heard of that. Wow. No, they never heard of it. He brought it out and saw me mixing it. And he actually asked, you know, what was it? And I told him it's a cream. It's to buffer the horseradish. So it's not so strong. And he said, oh, well, I'll have to remember that for the future. So I have never been to a restaurant ever where they just give you straight horseradish. With oh, your- I have. Wow. Yeah. yeah oh, really? No, too. it's all yeah. creamy horseradish. Oh, it's, that's yeah. rough. That's rough to eat oh, straight horseradish. On- Ooh. Ooh. Doesn't, doesn't, bo- doesn't bother me. Al John, especially when you're having steak at Lowry Steakhouse, I'm definitely not having. It's all good. Lowry's. Oh yeah. Name drop. I like that. Yeah, you know, you know. (laughs) So I'm actually at Royal Palace that night for dinner. What stuck out? We had a um, citrus. That was the brine shrimp with um, a lobster, a slice of lobster on it. And then we had escargot, which they bring out this little baguette with the escargot. And it was just like sopping up. But, oh, it was fantastic. Well, again, being a Southern girl, I learned real quick. I know you're supposed to eat the escargot on like a little uh, crudite or like a little, what do you call it? A little crostini. Crostini. But he brought the bread. So I was using tearing the bread off and dunking it in the little well that's mainly butter, you know, in the well. It was so good. We, so we liked it so well, he asked us if we would like another. <laughs> so, you know, we did pass on that one because we tried two other appetizers. But yeah. those two really stood out. Mm-hmm. And they had um, Chateaubriand that night, mm-hmm. opening mm-hmm. meal for that night. Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I love me some escargot. Oh, I that do too. Butter, that garlic butter. Mm, so good. Oh, it was so I good. Tell you, it was we so hadn't good. had that before. That was new to us. Um, 
the portion sizes were great. They were a little bit smaller than what I would call mm-hmm. a restaurant portion, but it made you feel like you could order multiple without really overdoing it. Right. So they were perfect. It gave you like just enough. We, him and I shared a lot of the dishes. So it was like perfect portion sizes. Um, so that was, yeah. That and and you weren't wasting anything. That was the first mm-hmm. best thing about oh, it. Yeah. So that yeah, was that's, nice. <laughs> that's yeah. one of the nice things that I do like when you cruise is that the portions are smaller so you can enjoy more things and that that's one reason like i like tapas so much is because you can try a wide variety of things and instead of just getting like one or two things and being stuffed that's actually why i'm halio at disney springs is one of our our favorite restaurants because of that it's the tapas style and we love that restaurant for that reason yep Makes sense. I know somebody else here that really likes that restaurant. <laughs> okay. okay, let us know when you're down. Uh, you can stay. Well. I'll be there. We'll be there in October. Let's go. Let us. Yeah, know. that's what Just I'm thinking. Us on the page. We'll come have dinner with you. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we should uh, we should all do dinner together we're when we're at Walt up, Disney World, and then up. we could do an informal meetup with a bunch of our fans there. That, that sounds good. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Now we just got to get Bubba to book. Get on a plane ticket. All right. Okay, where does everybody live? I'm busy. I'm trying. I'm trying here. Where does everybody live in correlation to Walt Disney World? I live about 3,000 miles from Disney World, but I'm about two hours from Disneyland. Oh, okay. Favorite part. That's my favorite part. Oh, yeah. I'm in Burbank, so about five minutes from the studio and about 30 minutes, 35 minutes from Disneyland on a good day. Okay. Yeah, I'm about to say on a good day driving. A good day. <laughs> so we're your East Coast representatives. That's what you're saying. Yeah. We we are on well, Kat is an annual pass holder for both parks. So yeah. We we used to be. <laughs> um, we are in a- in Nashville, Tennessee. So oh, okay. so yeah. Our park is Walt Disney World and occasionally it used to be yearly when we make make trips out to Disneyland, and then of course, you know, Until things Croco happened, happened in 2020. <laughs> Croco. Croco happened. I like that. That's what happened to my our first cruise. Croco happened. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> anyway, it, you know, no, but it's great. I, I I'm glad you guys. And this was your first, not just Disney cruise, but your first cruise cruise. That is correct. Our first ever cruise, and that's why we said we really weren't sure in the beginning, but then. We're hooked now. Well, we had the anticipation of the first 30-day round waiting, and then we found out it was literally the weekend before that we couldn't go on that one, had to redo. had to wait another 30 days for the next cruise coming up. So by the time we got there, I think we tried not to have any expectations, but we ended up, I think I had a higher expectation than I should have. Like I had built it up, built it up. And I was so nervous about getting sick and, you know, not enjoying the Yeah, that's 15 minutes at the um, parking garage because you still have to, at this point, you still had to take it. Disney was still administrating it. Now they're not. You have to have it two days before you go for a cruise. So that was a little hairy 15 minutes. We were a little scared there. (laughs) We knew we had, you know, checked before we went down. So we knew that we were okay, but still just getting past that point was nerve wracking. So. Oh, sure. Oh, yes. Especially since you had been sick just right before that too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We Mm. found it very easy. Um, I thought it was easier than an airport terminal. Like it was very easy. Like they had it well marked and they guided you and, we were on the ship and boom, boom, boom. And we were on and 
set free to do whatever we wanted to do. So it was great. Yeah. Now, did you notice a lot of people don't notice this when they're on the ship, but if on the carpet, did you notice which direction the fish go? See, I told, I, I put it in our video because I said, if you look at the stars and if you look at the lights, the, the stars and the lights will point to the front of the ship and to the back of the, you know, the two little points go to the yeah, back yeah. of the ship. Problem was, is I was continually lost on this he ship. So I, I would get so the turned around. Oh, I get oh, it. I'm like. There's, yeah, there's so fish on okay. the carpet and the fish yep. go in the direction of the, the front forward. of the ship. Yep. Yeah, yeah awesome. port and then starboard. Okay. Yeah. So it's easy. Oh. To and then you learn that the two restaurants, Paolo and Remy, are at the back of the ship. So as soon as I yeah, knew that, I, I was oriented. <laughs> now, did you go to either Paolo or Remy's? We went to Remy's for brunch. And, and how was that? Yeah, we did their champagne brunch. We don't drink champagne, but they do. We did there. Give I mean, you a free I drink, glass. but not a lot. Yeah, they bring you a glass of champagne <laughs> when you check in. It is a five-course meal. And it is a, um, there's a French chef that is a Michelin star chef. And then the head chef of Victoria and Albert's is also the other chef of Remy's. And it's a five course meal. We were there about two hours and 20 minutes. And if you watch the video, you see where our seat is. And it was right at the window looking out over the sea. For my money's worth, I think the water views, I probably wouldn't do a dinner at night. Because you don't see anything. Or go early enough that you get the sunset. Yeah. Right. That would be before, beautiful. Before but that, that yeah. to me, is very comparable to Victorian Albert's. It's mm-hmm. a memorable yeah, dinner. Very when memorable. you ask, you know, what do you remember about the food? I remember I had a cherry oxtails at Victorian Albert's. I can tell you right now, or I know what it tastes like. I can remember it. And Remy's is sort of the same. Yep. I had um, a, a little uh, a tortellini that was stuffed and it was just out of this world. Fabulous. So it was well worth it. I'm so glad we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I have not done Remy's because I went on the magic. So, but I did do Paolo and it's nice that even there, they'll bring you extra things right. so that you See, get to enjoy Remy's more. I don't yeah. think Remy's is that Remy way. Doesn't I think do that. They, it was very, you know, the five courses and that's it. Every server is from France. There is no. I had know, a hard time understanding what he was saying. Oh, the whole crew wore mm-hmm. masks. So that made oh, it a little difficult yeah, to, of course, I, with their um, accent. And then I couldn't hear. So half of his story about Remy's, I didn't catch right. until after we got back. And, and the characters were still um, not doing contact on the ship, even though they said oh, it yeah. announced yeah. that they were going to do contact. It, there was no contact. They were behind the ropes. So you could take your picture in front of them. Oh, well, that's, that was okay. That's all right. I'm, and I understand that, especially with the cruise ship, because there's all kinds of viruses mm-hmm. that get passed around on on ships and stuff, especially because you're going into, you know, so many different ports and things. So, I, I mean, I completely get that, but it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it was a- very clean. The ship was they were actually doing some minor repairs to it, I guess, for the handoff. The crew was telling us they were all sailing. I guess we came back on what day was it? Friday. Friday, they were all sailing the next day at sea down to Miami to well, they hand had it a three, over. They had one more three day, oh, yeah, and then that right, Monday right, right. they were they heading were to Miami, painting and painting the outside. When we were docked, just trying to stiff it up a little bit, I guess for the handoff. So that was interesting to watch. Yeah, it's it's very common to see especially on the outside of the ship when they are in port somewhere, them washing or painting or something like every cruise I've ever been on. Yeah. All the cruise lines do that. Yeah. Especially at Castaway, since it's their own ship, they had their cranes, they had everything out there painting. I think that was my favorite part. 
was I asked you, how do they get the ropes back or out? I, I saw them crank in the ropes when we left, but I didn't know how they got the rope out to the dock. So the morning we docked at Castaway Key, I watched them shoot the cannon out where they shot the lines. I think that's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> it's like a harpoon. I was like, they shoot it out like a harpoon. Yeah. And once they missed, they had to do it again. So it was oh. <laughs> That's cool, though. I have not seen them do that, but that's yeah. cool. Oh, that's yes. the best when you dock and y'all need to watch that. That is really it fun is to really, watch. Yeah, they have men and women out on this little rope spongy dock. And then they shoot the line over the dock and it gets caught by a wire. And they're physically having to catch it and pull the rope up. It was really interesting. It was funny to watch. Nice. <laughs> okay, so where where else did you dine? Okay, so day two, we pulled into Nassau and... We really hadn't planned on doing anything in Nassau because we there's so many different, you hear so many different stories. Go to Nassau, go here, go there. Um, we actually walked into Nassau for about 10 minutes, turned back around, got back on the ship, <laughs> and they were serving lunch at... Um, Where are the second day? Inch, no. Enchanted, not Enchanted. I think it was back at Royal, Royal Palace. Palace. Yeah, Lunch was at Royal, Royal Palace. Palace. So we went, we were going to go there and then, but we made our ways back up to Cabanas. So we was like, okay, Cabanas, we know what that is. We had that for breakfast. So we were good to go. We knew that. So that's when we walked into Nassau, came back and had Royal Palace for lunch. And right. I think you got the meatloaf. I had a meatloaf. I was really surprised, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I like a good meatloaf. Yeah, I was, I was shocked. And now it's funny having to recant them again because we must have had easily a hundred plates. So to remember what was where, I have to, you know, look at my phone. I have to go back and look at the videos. Everybody says, oh, well, don't you have pictures? I was like, no, we have videos. Go to YouTube, <laughs> see all over it. I go watch them say, oh yeah, I remember that now. You know? <laughs> That's actually kind of why we started the channel was because I always told my kids, if I get old and senile, you can just sit me in front of the TV and let me watch it and say, just watch that. This is it. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was really good for my recollection. The the boat wasn't that full because everybody, most of everybody had left, you know, to go into Nassau. So the boat itself was a little lighter in people. So that made it, you know, nice sort of venture. Yeah, we were at 60% capacity. Oh, wow. That's what our capacity was. So we found the drink machine and where we get the Cokes and he found his ice cream machine and we kind of got to find the incidental stuff. Yeah, because if you've never taken a Disney cruise, unlike other cruises, they don't sell a drink package. They but they offer all the sodas, all the other stuff you can drink. And everybody says bring a tumbler, bring a tumbler. Because I forget this is (laughs) bring a tumbler because they've got glasses for you, but they're little tiny glasses yes yeah. they are <laughs> yes. so they and they're always, hard to travel with everybody says the best thing for those cups is the ice cream machine you can put more ice cream in and then you can those cones <laughs> and then um dinner that night we went to, animators palette because it seemed like the first two days we were in the same two restaurants because we did lunches at royal palace and then the first dinner was at royal palace, royal palace and then the second night was at animators, animators palette, palette which is on the dream. It is actually a um, Nemo themed. Uh, they always play Nemo stuff on the screens and stuff like that. It's not the older animators palette yeah. that everybody's used to that turns different colors. Yeah. I thought that's what it was. And so I kept waiting. I thought you walked in and it was white and then the colors came in. I, I thought that's what it, I was getting into. And it wasn't, it was just, 
kind of crush Nemo based, you know, the turtle. Which is fine. Not my favorite Disney movie, but it was good and fit the theme. And once again, I sat down, we had our dinner. Um, I've had prime. That's I had prime rib again that night. Um, we've gotten a seafood um, linguine, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. I did have a, they had a chicken and shrimp gumbo. That was probably the best I've ever had. I it can was, say that. It, it was, was really, really good. good. Just the perfect amount of spice and it wasn't seafoody at all. It was delicious. It was really good. Yeah. But I couldn't get it again, unfortunately, because I guess Rosh had said because it was the animator's palette. And then we went to Pirate Night and then it was Castaway Key. There was a reason why I couldn't get yeah. it. But it was really good. So that night at um, Animator's Palette, that was our second night. And Raj says, so what do you want for dessert? And I said, Raj, you know what I want for dessert. (laughs) And I had the dessert once again for that night. Now, did you try any additional desserts? um, They had a chocolate tart, which was like a tiramisu. Yeah. Which then became another favorite. So then I started getting both of those desserts every time he'd come to the table. <laughs> <laughs> all, all kinds of different ones. Like I was on a Sunday quest. Like every meal they have a special Sunday. Yeah, for that a different meal ice cream Sunday. So from strawberry cheesecake to like a turtle, like every night there was like a different cream. Sunday. Yeah, they had a rum raisin one. Oh, Ooh. oh man. Yeah. Rum raisin. Yeah, rum raisin. Jeez. That sounds so, good. The third day was pirate night, which was Castaway Key mm-hmm. is usually your pirate night and fireworks. So we I think that's what did it for us was Castaway Key, that barbecue lunch that they did on the beach. On cookies? Oh my god, we oh, were oh, yeah. too. I don't think we well, oh. tell them your ribs. Okay, so, so we get off the ship. Actually, oh, we look at the ship and we're looking at Castaway Key and it's gorgeous. <laughs> and we happen to turn to the right. We were and to get it Miranda. was storming. It was raining so hard. And I'm like, oh, this might not be good. <laughs> so we docked, but it cleared up. We got on the island early. And if there is one tip, as we like to call them tad tips, that would be my tip yeah. is get on the island early. Cause the water is clear. Well, it was like nine before everybody gets in the water and swooshes it all around. So we went snorkeling. <laughs> oh, nice. Which was fantastic. Um, and if you watch the video, there's got, they got different color buoys, orange buoys and yellow and white buoys. The white buoys are Disney characters that you can go out to snorkel to. And the orange buoys are just shipwreck type stuff. So oh. they have a Nautilus from the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That was at Walt Disney oh. World. They actually got a Nautilus there that they've sunk. And you can go see it on the seafloor. That's so, very cool. Um, after we done that, they told us where to go eat, and it was at Cookies Two. Um, there was another place that for adults only. Um, it was at um, Serenity Serenity Bay. 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 Yeah, three eating places. It was Cookies One, Cookies Two, or then you could go to Serenity Bay. Right. Which I guess we thought we should go there because we thought it was like the older crowd and the nice <laughs> and quiet place. But we found a really nice spot between the two beaches, right there at Cookies Two. And that's where we stayed. It was a gorgeous little spot. So I think, I don't know how busy Cookies 1 was. I would imagine because there was more people down that way. It was busier. But Cookies 2 was perfect. Yeah, it was a perfect spot. And then we found out later that the only thing different at Serenity Bay is that they do steaks Mm -hmm. for the adults. So Which I was kind of bummed I didn't know that. We'd already ate after, but anyway. We'll apparently, they were porterhouses. We didn't know that. No, it wasn't. So that's what they, they said. They said, they, said was, yeah, they said it was porterhouses. Well, wow. <laughs> so we went to Cookies Two, and it was like a barbecue paradise. They had food, and they had four different areas, but they served all the same food. 
So there was never a real crowd or anything like that. You could get to the food, everything. They had the salads, the macaroni salad, the potato salads, hamburgers, hot dogs, um, sauerkraut. Like a pulled pork sandwich. Like they had everything. All that good stuff. And then they had ribs. So I make my plate, take it over to the picnic tables. I bite one rib and I'm like, I don't even know if I can eat the rest of this food. I need more ribs. I went and got, I bet you I probably got a dozen ribs. Hey. I got so many ribs that we like a skeleton with the lady that was sitting beside us. Well, she didn't get a rib. And I was like, here, have a rib. These are the best ribs you'll have. Probably one of the best ribs I had. I was like, how on this island are they making this great rib? But it was good. So. So are the ribs similar to the ones over at Hoopty Doo that just fall off the bone? Yes, they were. They were, they were, they were hot and they were smoky and mm. you could smell the barbecue and all of that together. Just you had that feeling like you get at the beach where you're sw- you swim, you get a little sunburnt and then you eat. It was like the best. Yeah. Ever. And, <laughs> yeah. And I would have to say at cookies and cookies, too, they don't put a lot of food out. They're always replenishing it quickly. And that made the difference in the world. The food was hot mm-hmm. and there was smoke. You can tell they're using wood and charcoal and it, it was good food. I did not have a, hey, we got one of those. <laughs> and everybody was happy and it was just a wonderful experience. And yeah. I think that was our huge, from that point forward, I think that's what got us for the cruise. I, yeah. I am so anxious to go back there. Like I said, I would take one of the cruises where you do the double dip, where they go in uh, there twice. Yes. That was just if amazing. If they wouldn't go to Nassau, I'd go and I, I was like, oh man, I really don't need to go to Nassau. Let's go back over to Kasuaki and be done <laughs> with this. was really good. So food wise, so we ate there. So of course we're staying full the whole entire cruise. So we drag ourselves. Back it was about 3, 3.30ish, I guess, back to the ship. And then decided we were going to try the room service instead of, you know, going down to cabanas. So I wanted to see what the room service was Because about. we learned it was free and you could get what you wanted. So uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. We got the room service. Had some of the best chicken wings we've ever had. Yes. And then I Those realized so that you could get Mickey premium bars delivered to your stateroom. <laughs> and then that was a whole different story. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, this is terrible. So we had that for a midday snack. <laughs> What do you a call Leonard. that? Leonard. We had that for a liner. <laughs> Lunch and dinner. <laughs> that was our liner. And then we had animators palette again on our pirate night. Mm-hmm. So we had two nights back to back that were pirate night and the night before, but totally different menus. Yeah. And that was the only night I could not get the desserts because every restaurant on the ship serves the same menu. It's not like they're going to be different yeah. menus. Everything is the same because it's pirate night. So, um, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but we had finished eating, we finished the fireworks, and then they were setting up for the buffet that they have at Cabana's later that night for Pirates Night, which we really didn't even know that they would do that. We didn't, I missed it. So, we walked through Cabana's. And again, it was gorgeous. Just so much special food set up. And, and it's all themed pirate. They, the breads are pirate rolls and everything's pirate. So Very cool. I see why they did light on the dinners because they're anticipating you're going to go to the buffet, I'm sure. You know? But I still don't know how people ate at that oh night. God. I mean, I was so full. I was like, where are you people putting this food? I just have no idea. So um, on Pirate Night, they do the little pirate show out on deck. And then they do the fireworks. Right over deck, and Disney is the only cruise line that does fireworks. And then um, they play um, Pirates of the Caribbean um, on the main hall as the midnight buffet is going on. So 
Like I said, it's nice. a paradise. <laughs> One of the other cool things, not food related, that I like about Disney Cruise Line is they also have the movie theater there. And you can see the movies that are like Disney, you know, movies that are in the theaters. So yeah. that's really cool. I mean, how many places can you go and see a, a movie included in the price of your vacation? And our movie was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. Yes. I thought we were going to have a riot on the ship because they started playing the movie and there was no sound for the first. Oh, oh. Right. We were like 30 seconds, like 45 seconds in and the music stopped, but you could still see the video. Everybody was going the crazy. They were going crazy. Because they didn't want the spoilers, you know, before they could hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the nightly shows. I've, we forgot all about those, but the Broadway nightly shows that they had, we had, um, the Golden, Golden Mickeys, Mickey's, Beauty and the Beast, and then Believe. And all three of those shows were fantastic on that ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do a good job with those shows. They do. They really do. Mm-hmm. Now, did you do any of the trivia or anything like that on board? Well, we tried to go to one trivia game, and we were the only ones that showed up. What? Aww. Yeah, everybody else is doing other stuff. So well, the guy explained Doesn't that, that mean you actually automatically win? That means yeah, you win. win. You win. No, I should have said that. It was, yeah, I should have um, said that. I was an, like, oh man, we it win. was an add-on because I guess when it rains, they do extra activities because they anticipate that everybody's going to stay on board. So this particular one we chose, it was like a generational type quiz. Um, it was an add-on. So most people, I think, had already favorited other activities that they were involved in. Right. And stuff like that. And um, we learned quickly that bingo is the big game on the ship. Mm-hmm. I guess you buy into bingo yes. because it's like, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 each a lot night it progressed yeah, up. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Wow. Gambling on a Disney ship. And they're like, I guess that's how they do it with the bingo. Yep. But oh. everybody was playing bingo. Yeah. I think next time we're going to go, we just really, we just ran out of time. We didn't have time to get into that. Like you're not busy, but you're busy being not busy. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> the and good thing is there's always something to do. You're exactly right. Especially, um, the lounges that I call it like the lounge district that they well, have. It's called the district with all the lounges in it. <laughs> yes. That yeah. is so much fun. And and the thing was, is you're sitting in the lounges and you're walking from lounge to lounge and they just have these buffets set up <laughs> with chicken strips and shrimp. <laughs> so we're walking by one and I'm filming. I just reach over and grab a chicken, a chicken skewer, skewer and keep I walking. turn around and he's eating. I'm like, where did you get that? Like, hey, it was right he there. just walked by and grabbed it off the bar. It was crazy. Disney magic. That's right. It was definitely Disney magic for that. So question real quick. Do they have like Disney staples like corn dogs and churros and, you know, those Disney staples when you go to the park and stuff like that? They do not have churros. And I didn't see any corn dogs, but they have in a section called Flo's Cafe. And there's four little windows and they all open. Flo's V8 Cafe. And there's four little windows and they all open at different times. But one will do chicken fingers, and then they'll do pizza, they'll do hot dogs, and all the quick stuff because it's on the 11th deck, which is the deck. So that's the that's how yeah, they do I that. but I don't remember seeing any, like, iconic things. The only thing was breakfast. They had the Mickey waffles. That's all yeah. I remember really seeing. Yeah. And our server okay. kept our, um, Raj kept telling, oh, you got to get Mickey waffles. You got to get Mickey waffles. And I'm, <laughs> Michelle finally looked at him and says, we have Mickey waffles all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's supposed to be a churro waffle somewhere, but somebody's mentioned churro waffles before, but I was like, I didn't see any of those, but 
I do, do states that I want everybody to kind of not do what I did. I was so excited to go. <laughs> I was so excited to go that I had got some special little things off of the cruise line website. You know, I bought, for yeah. I bought like a decorator set, which I didn't know the walls and everything's magnetic. So the decorations cling to like the ceiling and things. So that was cute. But this is what I shouldn't have done. I actually got a fruit plate and I didn't realize that fruit is really abundant on the ship. So I didn't really need to buy the fruit plate. Yeah. I could have just made my own fruit plate. So the fruit basket looked really good when we walked into the room. But after that, I was like, we can get fruit anywhere on this ship. It was not hard. I bought it for the coconut in all disclosure because it had half of a coconut, which I thought looked beachy. So that's why I got it. But afterwards, we are, we didn't touch the fruit. I think we ended up. I don't know. Did we even eat no, it? We I don't know. the grapes and the bananas and stuff, but then the coconut. Because then I learned we couldn't bring it home because you yeah. can't food. So I probably, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Let's I'll see. Do we, is there any place we've missed talking about that you tried? Um, well, we went down to the final night, which was, and it is kind of, you get the final night and you're, you remember you got to say goodbye to these people. They've yeah. become part of your family. And remember and what the, the people around you. Yeah, because on rotational dining, you sit with the same people that are around you. Yes. So we were always table 45. Mm. So we always had the same families around us at every meal. And we got to know them. So you have to say, you know, say goodbye to them. And you learn more and more about the crew members. Mm -hmm. And Raj had actually asked us the night before, he said, do you do you guys like Indian food? And we're like, oh, yeah, we love Indian food. He's like, OK. And that's all I said. It was OK. So and that's our where he final was from, night, of course, he was from India. Our final night, we're eating our dinners. And um, I think we got a fish and a beef again because they serve beef at every meal. You're going to get beef no matter what you do. And um, he says, oh, I got something for you. So he walks to the kitchen, comes back out, and the table behind us, because she likes Indian mm -hmm. food, the chef had prepared um, a butter chicken dish. It was dish, a curry chicken. A curry chicken. And some kind of like, a they booby. call it a They call it a booby. I don't know, some vegetable. It's got <laughs> cauliflower and potatoes, yeah. but it's from India. He had yeah. none. He said, this is what we eat when we go home. Yeah. So he brought booby. it out, and it was one of the best meals. And it just the emotions from it mm -hmm. was just what really, like it made really it. made you feel special and like unique on the ship. Like we were the only ones at night that got that. So it felt really yeah. cool. So, That's awesome. Yeah. It was really nice. We enjoyed, we, I'm telling you the cruise, we didn't, like I said, we started out, this isn't for us. And it's like, we got home because we finally got an internet when we got home <laughs> and was like, okay, Let's look. Let's start looking. Let's see yeah. what we can find. Now we can't stop talking about it and thinking about it. We've already booked another one. Yeah, we did so book another one. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going back on the dream October 15th through 20th. We're doing a Halloween on the high seas. And nice. we're leaving from Miami, which everybody says, oh, that's a little bit different than Port Canaveral. So yeah. that's the only thing that's we're a little skittish of. And that's a Western, Eastern Caribbean? Eastern Caribbean on that one. So... So if anybody's going to be on a Halloween cruise that time, we'll be there. You'll, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. Yeah, that's something we have not done is any of the specialty cruises like that Halloween or Christmas time. And this year they got the Sanderson sisters. That'll be Minnie Mouse, Daisy, and Clarabelle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are the three um, sisters. So that'll be different. And we had to go down there because we wanted to go on the wish, but right now the prices are a little, yeah. they're the new prices. You know, mm-hmm. you know exactly. So. That's when you have to talk to Kristen right there. Well, lucky for Todd, he's a cast member. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a cast member. That's right. We have to wait a little bit. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go ahead and tell on us fully. We actually, because we are first time cruisers and that's all we know, it's just the dream. We've actually booked one on the other line, the Royal Caribbean, if I can say. Oh, absolutely. um, It's coming up, actually. It's July. We're going with our um, daughter and our son-in-law. Wow, so you're going on three cruises. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, we love it now. Yeah. But um, I want to see the difference between, because the price was a little different, obviously. They're set up a little different. So I just wanted to see what the difference was and between going Disney versus, you know, one of the Royal other Caribbeans. Yeah. I think it's Independence of the Sea, but it leaves from Port Canaveral. I think the bar has been set really high. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the differences. It's oh. definitely a different experience. And, oh, I don't remember how big that ship is, but it's some of their big. ships are pretty massive. It, the amount of stuff that's on there that you can do is insane on some of the yeah. Royal Caribbean that's what heard. And the, really, the only reason we booked that cruise, because Becca watched our Disney, our daughter, Rebecca, watched our Disney cruise, and she's like, I want to go on a cruise now. And being, we're an hour from port. We can drive an yeah. hour over to Port Canaveral, and you can just watch to see if there's any specials or anything. And that's how we snagged that one. Yeah, so. it's go. a really good time. Royal, so we'll Royal Caribbean. Those, those are another one. I like those as well as the Norwegian Cruise Line. Those are really? my, my okay. three my three favorite cruise lines to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have a friend going on the carnival on a carnival cruise Monday, and I was like, "Oh, you got to report back to me on that one." So they're the fun ship. <laughs> That's what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're, truth they are be the told, inexpensive ship. Truth be told, they're what all. They're all fun ships. Truth be told. She's actually going on the ship that the funnel caught fire and they haven't replaced it yet. So it's only carnival? got one piece of funnel left. Oh, wow. <laughs> there were four ships docked at Nassau when we got there. Wow. Um, we were so lazy. We walked down to the end of the deck when we got off at Nassau, but we rode the golf cart coming back to the ship. Yeah. It was such a long walk. <laughs> but he had told us they had been working on the dock and they were anticipating bringing back, I guess they have a tram. There? Yes. Yes, they do. Like two weeks. Now, I don't know if that's two weeks in home building language. Like, I don't know if it's really two weeks or is it a month? But he kept saying, like, in two weeks, it would be ready to come back in. You know, the trams would be back. And then the sh- they're building shops on that pier. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be back within a month and a half. They're supposed to be up and running a month and a half. Very and nice. It was, it was like the first time in a while that many ships had been in at once. Mm-hmm. So we got to see two of the carnivals and then... Uh, the Royal Caribbean Emerald of the Seas was docked. And then so. us. So pretty busy at that time. Oh, and yeah. Occupancy. We can mention that too, like on our cruise. Yeah, totally. We're at 60%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our ship, I think, doesn't it hold like 4,000 something? It holds a lot of people. And I think we we're at 2,700 when we sailed. Yeah, so that's what they had told us when we checked in. So but was- we're, we're going on independ- Independence of the Seas, which I think is like 2,700 total. So I think it's a smaller ship than the dream. Yes. So. Yeah. That would be a smaller ship then. Yeah. I, I don't know. But we'll, um, we'll see. 
Yeah. Well, I think you will have fun. It's very different. So don't go expecting the same thing you got from Disney. (laughs) But cruising is fun. You you can eat so much good food. So if if that's your thing, you'll enjoy their ships just as much. Yeah, because on this cruise, we'll be on an interior cabin. So we'll have no view or anything. So I have to be up on the deck. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Well, they got more than they got more than bingo for you in that one. So that's, that's what we right. hear. Hey, all right. <laughs> that's what we hear. All yes. right. That is true. That is true. <laughs> well, so y'all done one before. Todd and Michelle, we have. Uh, I can't even talk. We have enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. And definitely, you are welcome to come back at another time. Anytime. We'd love to you have you on. Tell people exactly where they can find your your show on Instagram and YouTube and all that. On Instagram, we're traveling around Disney. On YouTube, we're traveling around Disney. Um, on Facebook, we have a Facebook page, which is traveling around Disney. And I sometimes go on Twitter, but sometimes I get a little. Yeah, we and we're also traveling around Disney on there. So <laughs> well, I, I think, yeah, you know, the great thing is, is that you post these videos there at the Dining at Disney group on Facebook. So, you know, please like all their content they post there because they're friends of our show. Yeah, and we really, we really do want to thank you guys for that because there are some groups out there that's like, no, 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 you know, this is just about, and you've allowed us to do that. And I try to go back and answer other comments that people make, like, okay, where should I go for a celebration? Where should I go for this? You know, and I think that's it. It's just the community. It's building a community, not only on YouTube, but on Facebook that people can trust what you say. Oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, is you asked me before you started posting, you said, would it be okay if I posted right. my videos? That's all, all you might need to do is ask. ask. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's like, I've always told everybody, everybody says, well, where's the best? Where's the best? I was like, there is no best on Disney property. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, just because I like a burger don't mean you're going to like that burger. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I am, I, I will go on record to say, Geyser Point does not have the best burger <laughs> on property. I know everybody will come at me on that one. Yeah. but He will agree with you on that. Although I will tell you that uh, some of the best fried chicken I've ever had is going to be at the Hoopty Doo Review. So. Hoopty Doo and 50s Primetime Cafe. Yes. 100%. Yeah, thank you. I, 100%. Awesome. That, and they actually took the best burger on Disney property away. It was at um, Brown Derby. They had one of the best burgers I'd ever eaten there. Uh, yeah, there, there's no mistake in that. I, I, I like that. Yeah, anytime y'all want to talk food, we'll be glad to come back on. Well, that will be great. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a Thank pleasure. You. Thank you so much. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor or any of the other amazing podcasting platforms out there. If you do head over to Anchor, you can be a donor there as well and support the show for as little as 99 cents we're gonna have to start calling them producers because they're they're helping produce this show okay yes uh, you can also support the show for those of you shopping you can go to diningatdisney.com and we have links for Amazon the Disney store and even Garden Grocer hey Bubba you want to tell everybody where they can find us Ah, dining at Disney.com. You can go there and check everything out. All our social media pages, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, dining at Disney. Find me on Instagram, big underscore Bubba underscore B and contact Christian right here. 
with all your travel needs. ThemeParksAndCruises at gmail.com. She'll hook you up most definitely. And where can everybody find you, Kat? You can find me on Instagram at Catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-D. Make sure to catch out some Whoa. Make sure to catch some other great <laughs> podcasts, including the Disney List with Kristen and Alison, WW Park Hoppers with Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid, Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John, Skull Rock Podcast with Al John and Dave Foster, and my little podcast, Eat the Pictured. For Facebook fun, join our friends at Disney Dorks and the Service Air Radio Fun Zone and find Michelle and Todd over on the Dining at Disney Facebook group where so many fun things are happening. Until next time, I'm Kristen. With me was producer Al John, Bubba, Kat, and our very special guests from traveling around Disney, Todd and Michelle. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. Every week we look at the ways different movies from classic horror to rom-com use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Source Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook. The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com.